Welcome to Wellness Realness with Christina Rice. I'm your host, Christina. I'm a nutritional therapy practitioner, holistic health coach, and the creator of ChristinaRiceWellness.com, where you can find my blog, recipes, services, programs, and ebooks. In this podcast, I'll be discussing all things related to health and wellness, and I promise to always keep it very real. If you'd like to submit a question or a topic for me to discuss, send it in to podcast at ChristinaRiceWellness.com. Don't forget to subscribe, leave a rating and a review on iTunes, and join the Facebook group, Wellness Realness Podcast Tribe. I don't know about you guys, but I am so excited that it's finally November. October was fun. Halloween was fun. But I'm ready for November. I'm ready for it to be the holiday season and just that all that holiday excitement and build up. It's the best. Although it does not feel like November here in Los Angeles. It's 85 degrees right now. It's actually a beautiful day outside. I was enjoying the weather and then I came back and came to record this, but I just got back home from Chicago, which was so much fun. I had a really, really great time. We went from Indiana to Chicago and I stayed with my friend Addie, who you guys probably know. She's been on this podcast so many times, Addie Martanovic from Chickpea and the City, and we definitely recorded a podcast and... That was quite a podcast. I'm going to release it probably next week. We uh, just uh, so many shenanigans, but I had a really great time in Chicago. I met up with a bunch of different people. I was staying with Addie. I met up with my friend Melanie Morton, who's been on the podcast. I met up with one of the girls in my Paleo Women Lifestyle program. I met up with my friend and mentor Nicole Christensen who's also been on the podcast she's my beauty counter mentor so it was really fun to see everybody and it was a really short trip I'm so happy I went it felt like real fall there it doesn't feel like fall here it was good to bust out my sweaters and explore the city I got so many steps in so much walking I got to test out my new aura ring which I'm still evaluating my opinion about I'll keep you guys updated because my first instinct was that I didn't like it and now I'm getting more used to it and I do like it now so I'm not I'm still on the fence I think I need to figure out how to work kind of like figure out how to work it I guess and utilize all the data that it pulls I don't like that I like my Fitbit because it buzzes every hour and reminds me to move and this does nothing. But I do like wearing a ring more than something on my wrist. But I also used to use my Fitbit as my watch. So I'm not sure. I'll keep you all updated. It's a big investment. So I want to make sure I really know my opinion before I make a clear stance. And I'm still getting used to it. But I am glad I had my aura ring with me because my Fitbit broke while I was <laughs> while I was um, in Indiana like the strap broke, not the actual device, but I have extra straps here. Straps as in, I don't know what they're called, whatever you put around your wrist, so. It's okay, crisis averted. Anyways, a few quick updates, announcements. I actually have a lot of big updates happening this month. Uh, 
especially in the next few weeks. So stay tuned. I'm very excited about this month in general, but just a few quick things. So the Paleo Women Lifestyle Program signups are closed. Enrollment filled up the first day, which was awesome. And I'm so excited for the new group to join. If you didn't get a chance to sign up and you still want to go through the online content at your own pace, just the online course without the access to the Facebook group, you can still get the self-study option and it gives you all of the online course content. So the video and audio lectures and the downloadable PDFs, you just don't get the Facebook group or the live video coaching calls. And you can get access to that self-study version at bit.ly slash paleo women lifestyle. So that's always a good option. And if you do that, you can always upgrade to the group program the next time I run it. I just wanted to put that out there. The other thing is I'm going to be aggressive about reminders in terms of the holidays because I love you and want to make sure you're not stressed the F out all holiday season. And if you get on things earlier rather than later, you're really, really going to be much more relaxed during the holidays when there are a million things to do and everyone's on your back and you'll be like, I'm, I'm chilling. And so one of the things is get your shopping done now. I already have 90% of my holiday shopping done because I went and shopped the beauty counter holiday sets for makeup and skincare and then the new doTERRA holiday collection all came out the new holiday well they're not new the holiday joy and holiday peace oils are literally the best and they have other sets as well but the beauty counter sets I got counterman for every male I know and they have incredible new eyeshadow palettes. The Necessary Neutrals palette is amazing, as well as a ton of great sets for skincare. I love the Best of Beauty Counter set. I absolutely love the set that comes with the charcoal bar and the charcoal mask. We have limited edition products. There are lipstick vaults and lip gloss vaults and hand creams and travel sets and things that you can break apart and give to different people. Or you can give them the whole set. It comes in beautiful packaging so you don't have to wrap anything. I just love these. I always buy I always buy everything for myself and then I buy things for other people. But if there's something from any of those companies that you want yourself, let someone know. Say, hey, holidays are coming up. You see this set? Can you get it for me? Or if you want me to do that for you, email me. And I'll be like, oh, I'm their beauty. I'm so-and-so's beauty counter consultant. And I know she really wants this. You can get this for her for Christmas and win-win for everybody. I'm happy to play Secret Santa for you. And if you want me to be your consultant, then you can shop at beautycounter.com slash Christina Rice. And if you need any recs for products, you can always feel free to email me and I'm happy to help you out. The other thing that's really going to help you out during the holidays is if you get my ebook that I created with my friend Kaylee Clark. She is one of my closest friends. Last year we made an ebook called Gratitude, which is basically a healthy guide to the holidays. So it is focused around Thanksgiving, but you can really use it for anything. And it has all of our favorite holiday recipes in there. They're all paleo. Almost all of them are vegan as well. And we also have included a whole lifestyle component. So we talk all about digestion, movement, dealing with stress, dealing with tricky family and friends during the holidays. We talk about self-care. We discuss 
how to handle treats during the holidays. We even do a whole calendar and grocery shopping guide if you are putting on a Thanksgiving dinner. So you can literally just follow that calendar and you'll make sure you have everything already prepared, everything covered from decor to food to music all that jazz. We've got you covered. We just wanted to take the thinking out of the holidays for you. And we know that people get stressed out at this time of year. So if you buy that ebook, then you will have it all covered. And the recipes are incredible. The pumpkin nog and apple pie on the rocks are drinks in there that I made that I make pretty much just all the time during the whole holiday season because they're so easy and delicious. But we have a ton of dessert recipes. We have appetizers, mains, sides, so many options. And I will be using those recipes for my holiday feast. So you can check that out at bit.ly slash gratitude HHG. The link is also on my website. And if you want 20% off, use the discount code wellness realness and you can get that big discount and it's awesome speaking of kaylee she is one of the co-founders of one of my favorite skincare products clear stem which is a great product to get someone as a present or ask for yourself or just treat yourself to because i know you want clear glowing beautiful skin and ClearStem can help you get there. So this product is pretty revolutionary because it is specifically designed to target acne. It's anti-acne and to target the signs of aging. So it is incredibly helpful if you want to eliminate, prevent, avoid any signs of acne and or scarring. It's one of the only non-toxic products I've ever come across specifically designed to target scarring. And it also has anti-aging properties. So it's really gonna help with fine lines and wrinkles, any type of hyperpigmentation or dark spots as well. You guys know how passionate I am about non-toxic personal care products, safe personal care products. And the truth is that there are a lot of products on the market now that are labeled natural organic that aren't really and or they still have ingredients in them that are going to clog your pores. And I see this all the time with skincare products and ClearStem actually has a whole list on their website of pore clogging ingredients. So you can compare your makeup, skincare, whatever you're using on your body to that ingredient list. And if you're still breaking out, check that out to see if it could be one of the ingredients still in your skincare. Just because a product is safe, non-toxic, doesn't mean it's going to be effective, which is why I feel like it's my duty to try things and tell you when I find something that is actually very effective. And this product is something that I have seen incredible results with. And I know many people who have also seen incredible results with. I get emails from people all the time telling me that this product totally transformed their skin and they're so happy they found it. I love the application because you can put it under makeup, you can put put it under or with other skincare. So if you're nervous about completely overhauling your whole skincare line, you don't necessarily have to, you could add this in, but it soaks in really easily. It's hydrating without making your skin oily at all. It's a thin serum and you just need a very small amount to cover your whole face. 
and then it will soak in really quickly and then you can put on any makeup or any sunscreen or anything else you want. So this product is specially designed to really help reduce any inflammation or redness. It helps to calm your skin down, get rid of any inflamed breakouts. If you do break out, it helps it heal much, much faster. It's antibacterial. It stimulates collagen production. So it's really going to help your skin look vibrant and radiant. It brightens your skin, evens out the discoloration, and it even helps to block excess oil production, which is really helpful if you have oily or combo skin like me. But if you have dry skin, it also is really hydrating too. So it really acts as a balancer of the skin, probably because it does contain adaptogens, which helps your skin maintain its stability despite any stress it might encounter or any other products. When I first read that this product can help to heal acne and scabs about three times faster, I was like, hmm, and then I experienced it and now I know it is very true. And I know a lot of women who will get hormonal acne around the time of their periods have noticed that it has really, really helped that go down or even go away. And in terms of scarring and dark spots, it helps to fade those much more quickly thanks to the collagen stem cells in the product. The reason why this product works so well is because it's not like they just took a bunch of natural ingredients, slapped them together and said, okay, this is natural. It's fine. ClearStem Skincare combines Eastern and Western approaches. So they take scientific research regarding which products are the most effective in terms of eliminating scarring, acne, helping with anti-aging benefits, all of that. And then also keeping in mind the fact that all the ingredients need to be non-toxic, safe, utilizing ingredients that have been used in Eastern medicine for a long time to help calm the skin down. And because they've combined those approaches, the product is incredibly effective. So if you or someone you know is struggling with acne, acne scarring, any type of scarring, any dark spots, hyperpigmentation, fine lines and wrinkles, dull skin, you just want to prevent the signs of aging, I recommend checking out this product. It's a game changer and so easy to use. Just put it on a clean skin and let it soak in and you're good to go. So you can go to clearstemskincare.com and you can use my discount code wellness for $15 off. So that code is wellness, W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S, and that will get you $15 off of Clearstem Skincare. And make sure you check out the testimonials on this product as well because they are insane. So cool how many people's lives are being changed. Skincare is a big, a big deal. Like it really helps you feel more confident and more like yourself when you feel like you can be proud of the skin you're in. And when you combine good skincare with healthy diet and lifestyle, magic happens. I swear I experienced it myself and I know many others have as well. Speaking of healthy diet and lifestyle habits, let's talk about today's guest, Tommy Cassano. We met a while back. He is in the LA area. Really, really awesome guy. I had a lot of fun chatting with him. He's super down to earth and a lot of fun. And he is 
a man of many talents. So he owns a gym. He's an executive trainer. He has trained many professional athletes and high-powered executives, but he also trains people who aren't professional athletes as well. But he's worked with some really incredible people, and he's all about optimizing health and wellness in every every sense of the term. So he trains people, but obviously also helps people optimize their daily lifestyle habits and diet as well. He's really into biohacking, which I love, and he has just a lot of awesome knowledge to share. He also runs a virtual online detox program called the Dedicated Detox, which he runs pretty regularly, and that program helps people detox their whole lives, their diet, lifestyle, everything. And in this episode, I really wanted to talk to him more also about kind of avoiding burnout because he works with so many high-powered individuals and part of what he does is help them work smarter not harder and avoid that type of burnout so we talk about being an entrepreneur and daily lifestyle habits and mindset shifts that can help you slay the day and we also talk a lot about fitness he gives some advice for athletes since training athletes is something that I definitely don't have personal experience with as I am not a personal trainer. But Tommy knows what he's talking about. And then we also just talk about, you know, what should the everyday man or woman be doing to stay fit, to be healthy. And we also talk about people who do want to lose weight. What should they do if they feel like they've reached a stall? I think we all know that I'm not somebody who is focused on weight loss, but that is a part of some people's health journey. And I like to make sure that people who are looking to lose weight, if they do have weight that they need to lose in order to get healthy, are doing it in the right way. So Tommy gives his recommendations for that and how to lean out if that is your personal health goal. You can find more about Tommy and everything he offers at TommyCasano.com. All info will be in the show notes. And without further ado, here is Tommy Cassiano. Well, for people who don't know who you are, why don't you introduce yourself and tell people who you are? Yeah. Go ahead. Oh. We're going. We're on. We're on. Great. Uh, I'm Tommy Cassano. <laughs> I am a New Jersey native, um, but I am a, a local guy here in Manhattan Beach, California. I own a gym. I'm an executive trainer, public speaker, and I run virtual online detox programs where I'm resetting people's habits and changing their lives through multiple avenues from fasting, nutrition, gut cleansing, uh, fitness, working out, sweating, meditation, uh, you name it, pretty much all of my great hacks over the past you know 15 plus years being in the health and wellness space compiled into a 28-day program um, so that's really my bread and butter right now but I pretty much come from the East Coast I grew up playing sports working out and training since I was six years old my dad would get my brother and I up before school and we would work out we would run a couple miles we would box each other we would play the sport of the particular season and I pretty much did that my whole childhood constantly in athletics and then you know grew up went to Catholic high school was captain always of my football team 
wrestling team. Then I went on and played college football at Colgate University. So sports, health, wellness has always been ingrained in my DNA. Mm -hmm. And after college, I took the path, even though in my gut, I didn't feel right about it. I went into the corporate world. I was in corporate real estate. I moved to Cleveland, Ohio. Great experience. Learned a lot about business. I jet set all over the country, even world, at some point during my uh, four and a half, five year span there. But it was one of my pivotal moments in my life where I went to my boss who, you know, at that point in time is very close to me. He played football at Colgate, was a mentor, and I quit my job and moved to Arizona. And I still didn't know fully what I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to be in health and wellness, but I started a wine import and distribution company um, in Arizona with a buddy from college. Really fun. I traveled all over Italy for you know a couple months and really learned about the wine business. But I concurrently always train people on the side. Even when I was in corporate real estate, I mentored a lot of people everyone would always be like send me workout programs send me nutrition mm-hmm. programs i would have group workouts on the weekends so it was always there and it was just, it's always been my passion from an early age so in the corporate world and then i had the wine business in arizona i started working for a fitness group and i managed studios while i had my wine business and that's where i just you know unleash a beast per se this is my <laughs> first time and like i would have groups of 50 60 70 people just getting after it amazing motivating people changing people's lives and that's where the true fire came within me and that's what brought about making a really another significant change and I sold my wine business uh, about two and a half three years being in Arizona and moved to California Manhattan Beach because the studio I was working for was franchising at the time Mm -hmm. so I came out here to California to once again uh, renew, change my identity, just always in pursuit of my passion, what I really love to do. And I manage a studio, which I now own. And over the past couple of years, I've taken that to the next level through executive training, training professional athletes, some celebrities, and creating my detox program, and along with doing some corporate speaking also. So... In a nutshell. <laughs> you do a lot. When someone asks you, if you're just like in passing with someone, they ask you what you do, what do you say? Sometimes I say, you know, it's complicated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't know yeah. what I would say either. But, okay, so that's like a, a lot. That's mm-hmm. a lot of things. So uh, how do you manage all of that? Well, for one, I don't have kids or a big family, uh-huh. so that's a plus. Um, you know... I've come to value my time a lot more as I niche down into my real focus, right? Like even in real estate and wine, fitness, I tend to say yes a lot. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't get you in trouble. It leads to potential opportunities. But coming to find out that saying yes isn't always the best thing. It's better to learn and master saying no. Mm -hmm. So... You know, even out here, I have people saying, oh, I'll do this model job, do this, do that, come work for my fitness company. I get offered opportunities all the time. And quite frankly, it's really hard because I make friends with a lot of people and you, I don't like disappointing people. I come from a very, very loyal family. So being loyal to someone when I say yes is really hard to retract that answer. So in short, it's finding the perfect time, blocking off time, staying focused on what I'm truly passionate about. And what I come to realize is that 
the things I'm passionate about, which are a couple, they're funneling into each other, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, I have the gym. Oh, I forgot to mention I started a cooking show a couple weeks ago. Oh, my God. With one of my amazing clients and friends. She's German-Russian, and Uh it's just awesome. We're cooking great things for the family. She has five kids. Um, So all those things are leaning, leading into each other. I'm always learning from every, you know, I guess, job or hobby or passion that I'm doing. Uh, But the time... The time is there if you make time for your, your passion and what you like to do. And if I don't like doing it or I have a gut feeling, kind of mm-hmm. like when I quit the corporate job, when I sold my wine business, if I have a, any instinct of a gut feeling that I don't like this or it doesn't feel right, then I just won't do it and I'll say I'll say no. Yeah, I'm really curious, someone like you, like how you time, blo- do you time block your day out? Are you like very scheduled? Well, I tend to schedule and time block given my clients. Uh And I'm trying slowly to kind of shorten those windows at Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Uh Um, A couple on Monday, maybe Friday morning, because I love, which we were talking about earlier, is traveling on the weekends. And for me, it's getting to the mountains. So if I have a 5 a.m., 6 a.m. class or sometimes I'll just I'll just I'll really morning book. So I'll have like five, six, seven, eight, nine a.m. or mm-hmm. three, four in a row. And then I'll really block from typically 11 on for what I need to do. Maybe it's online. Maybe it's developing programs. Mm-hmm. Um, my cooking show is typically Wednesday afternoon. So I know for roughly three hours it's dedicated to the cooking show mm-hmm. obviously we're in a social media world we have to time block a little bit for posting creating content it's a lot of work right mm-hmm. so yeah and do you have and it's all and I'm, and I'm always figuring out that like perfect timing in the schedule yeah and when did you realize you had to start delegating some stuff like I, you don't deal with all your own scheduling that takes up time right yeah so at what point in like business did you realize, okay, I should start delegating so I can do more? When I hired, probably probably when I hired a business coach a while back. Okay. He really put it into perspective. Um, I went to Peru for a two-week journey mm-hmm. for self-development, a little bit of plant medicine. If those, I'm sure everyone kind of knows it now. That was about a year and a half, two years ago, roughly. Mm-hmm. And it just came to... It kind of it kind of goes hand in hand with self awareness, right? Yeah. And a lot of people talk about that. A lot of mentors, successful people, is like knowing your your own self awareness and what you really want to do, what fuels your fire and passion, and kind of hand in hand with time blocking. It's like if this doesn't fuel my fire, why the hell am I doing it? Yeah. You know? And it's, and once again, that's hard. It's been hard for me my whole life. Cause I always, I like to please people. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of people who are kind of in this space feel the mm-hmm. same way. And then you kind of, yeah. that's why it's hard to not burn yourself out because you really like to please people and you want to do it all yourself. And a lot of 100%. us are type A and we want yep. everything done perfectly. Right. So it can be really hard to like delegate and figure out what do I say no to? What do I give to someone else? It's hard to like take yourself back. Absolutely. From that. goes like hand in hand with like saying the, the term entrepreneurial burnout, mm-hmm. like even in the health and wellness space, training people all day or, you know, just, Mm-hmm. It's tiring sometimes, and you got to really realize what your main focus is. And you see that a lot in the fitness industry. A lot of trainers burnt out, executive trainers burnt out, but you know, a lot of them don't know how to take the next step. And I've always come from the ideology and mindset that 
I never, I never like thought of myself as a trainer, not that I'm putting a negative connotation on that by any means, but I always thought of myself of, you know, not necessarily higher in a condescending sense, but Mm -hmm. I'm more of a business oriented mindset where I Mm -hmm. want to help on a global level Mm -hmm. outreach. So not, not, not just one-on-one. So taking that one-on-one approach into large group settings, which I've done in the yeah. So what what advice do you give to people to avoid that entrepreneurial burnout? Hire a business coach. That's, you think so? <laughs> that, that, that's one answer. <laughs> if um, you have the means, obviously, to do that. Mm-hmm. I would say definitely always educating yourself, like podcasts, like mm-hmm. listening to podcasts all day. Don't waste your time. If you're especially, you know, in the fitness space, I always turn, you know, every people come in my car or in my room or office, whatever it may be, and like I always have pretty much podcasts on or audiobooks mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, don't you get sick of this stuff? I'm like, no, like I listen to music all day. Even when I'm working out now, I listen to podcasts, mm-hmm. continuing education, like learning from how people that are successful mm-hmm. have done it and taking the main attributes, some that fit in your lifestyle or slowly developing. I mean, obviously you can't change overnight. Mm-hmm. You can't change your mindset and where you want to go in your direction. But slowly implementing little habits is the way to go. Um, if you try to do everything all at once, you're you know, just setting yourself up for fail- failure. So, And knowing, once again, going back to self-awareness of where you, some people love training 10 people a day. And they're down with that. And they can do that the rest of their lives. And you know, I applaud them for doing that. But if you don't and you just find yourself complaining to people and you're like, why am I complaining? Why am I negative? Why is my mindset not in the right direction then Mm -hmm. obviously you just gotta reflect do some do some self-development whether it's going to tony robbins course getting self-help books whatever it may be there's Mm -hmm. you know a lot of things out there doing holistic means maybe plant medicine whatever it may be to help you get past that hump and i'll be the first one to tell you it's hard it's hard that like one of the hardest things i ever did in my life was quitting my job Mm -hmm. um one of the other hardest things I've said this before was actually shaving my head. For those of you who don't see me, I'm bald. But um, you know, and that's just going off the ledge and taking that risk. Uh-huh. You know, I started losing my hair when I was in senior in high school, uh-huh. and internally, you know, I was a stud. I was captain of the team. I was, you know, dating the cheer, the captain of the cheerleading team, uh-huh. played college football. You know. I good family, pretty good life, all that stuff. But like internally, you know, we're always, everyone's hurting a little bit to some degree, right? And that was one of the things that was always burning me for, you know, roughly five, six years. It just, just killed me inside. Mm -hmm. Even when people would say, you know, shrewd remarks, but senior in high school, when it all came undone, my uncle was like, dude, just shave your effing head, man. Yeah. You look so good. Like, no, no, it's going to be awful. Like, this is like six, five, six years of thinking this in my head. Mm-hmm. When I finally shaved my head, it was like a thousand pound stone being released from my stomach. It was like, yeah. oh my God. You know, on the other side of fear is obviously the light to where you want to go. So why why the hell wouldn't you take that risk? What's the worst thing that you can happen? Yeah, so. this is an interesting story. Well, being bald suits you. Like I Thank wouldn't, you. I wouldn't I think that. about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like that's such an interesting. Yeah, that's really interesting. The uh, but okay, kind of going back to like the podcast and the burnout and stuff. Yeah. Do you feel though? Okay, I'm the same way. So 
I haven't listened to music in probably forever. Like, all I listen to are podcasts. I always like to learn, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, recently, I've, like, I'm, like, this is burning me out because my brain is always on Mm because I'm always stimulating it. So then I have found that I need to, like, make sure there's time during the day where I'm not being stimulated with information. So true. Because that causes me burnout, too. So I think there's, like, both sides to that. Absolutely. Um, I feel like you would be someone... What is your morning routine like? Yeah. That's, Do you have, that's, like, a... I feel like you'd be the type to have, like, a very specific morning routine. Yeah, I think that comes, once again, from my father being in grade at an early age, kind of mm-hmm. militaristic, even though he wasn't military, mm-hmm. um, waking up. I try as much as I can, and if I had a perfect world, perfect routine, it'd be waking up first thing, going to the bathroom, mm-hmm. and then meditating minimum 10 minutes, mm-hmm. which should be standard in everybody's routine, whether it's you know using an app or maybe taking an intensive course, just incorporating it in your life daily, and you know, obviously first thing in the morning is the best thing, distressing, getting that exi- you know, first morning anxiety out of your head, and then... I would say taking a cold shower, for sure. That's just such a great stimulator on a cellular level that it just ignites every mm-hmm. cell in your body, metabolism. You know, I'm sure you know the benefits of that. And then just pounding water. And even, that's like one of the biggest things is just drinking enough water. Like we're chronically dehydrated yeah. as a society. Um, and, you, you know, you can do the lemon and the sea salt, and that's great. But just getting clean water, drinking two cups first thing in the morning, and that, like, that'll change your life alone. Mm-hmm. So. Anything else? Then what do you do? Then typically I'm Work. running to the gym training people. Because, like I said, I like to book everyone first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. And. What time do you get up? It all depends. Sometimes four, sometimes five. Okay. And then what time do you go to sleep? I try to go to, I try to be in my bed at 10. Okay. Sometimes that's tough. Yeah. But yeah. Interesting. You know, forever, because when I was in the corporate world, I would get up at 4 a.m., I would work out for an hour and a half before work, get mm-hmm. in the work and reel at like 7 o'clock, mm-hmm. give or take. So I'd wake up at sometimes 4, 4.30, somewhere around that eight, mm-hmm. around. And I could live off of five hours of sleep for the longest time. Like that was literally my perfect number, mm-hmm. five hours. And that's not my perfect number anymore. <laughs> What's your perfect number? I would say seven. Uh-huh. And which is kind of, I would say, retracting, like, you can slowly develop that time. You know, if your perfect number is nine, slowly work your way to eight and a half, eight, if you want to get more hours in a day. Mm-hmm. And I think it was just reverse for me. So for so many years, it was five hours. And five hours just doesn't work for me anymore. And, the you know, the importance of sleep, there's so many great books out there right now in the past like year or two in studies of sleep and uh, the rate of obesity and disease correlated with it you know seven hours is the perfect number so just by all the science and the facts um, I've tried to develop that seven hour window for myself and I don't get it all the time I'll be quite honest well yeah no one does no but one I, does. yeah I definitely <laughs> think seven's better than five yeah. I wouldn't view <laughs> I wouldn't handle that <laughs> at all okay so and then when do you, do you have like you time during the day? Are you working all, all day? All day is you time. All day is you time? All day is you time. Okay. <laughs> no, I want to say all day. You know, being a trainer and mm-hmm. I have a lot of high-end clients, it's a little bit more of therapy work. Yeah. As you can imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, don't know 
if you're in a training world before I'm a nutritionist, which yeah, that's most kind of my same, job yeah. is being a therapist. Absolutely. So you know exactly what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. Even with the large groups and detox programs, you know, people email me and call me one on one and it's hard for me once again to say no. So mm-hmm. it's kinda it's like therapy and you're taking on a lot of mm-hmm. people's energies mm-hmm. and it gets transferred to you immediately. So it's it's actually taking the precautions pre and post training people which is really important whether it's just going in my car and like if i have a client back to back and i'm not feeling right i'll be like you know i'll be in in like three four minutes like Mm -hmm. i need to i need to take this call yeah and i'll just sit in my you know truck and just close my eyes yeah do some breathing techniques you know 60 quick fire breaths or whatever it may be just reset myself and go back in okay yeah i definitely i don't think people realize how much you take on all day when you're working with different people especially when you're an empath like you know it's very draining and i know for me that was something i quickly figured out like i was like i have to have time where like no one can talk no one can talk to me no one can get to me and i'm just like me for a minute absolutely and the worst is when like you feel the shift in your thoughts right Mm mm-hmm and you're like, why am I thinking so negatively? Like, what is going on? Like, oh, I had Sally, Joe, and Rachel just <laughs> complaining and telling me about all their problems in the world for the last three hours. Mm-hmm. Of course my mindset's going to be all messed up. Yeah, exactly. So. The, the, where, the awareness is the most important Absolutely. part. Absolutely. 100%. Um, okay, how did you start working with, like, you, you know, these more, like, this, like celebrity clients, like high-end clients? Yeah. Um, I think it was just a product of a little bit of location you know i moved out to california i didn't know one person Mm -hmm. it's not like i moved out here and had found my all my families back in the east coast have a lot of cousins like you know 30 plus cousins big Mm -hmm. you know irish italian family i just kept on moving west and manhattan beach is a great location you know co-owning a gym there and the type of clientele that you get a lot of professional athletes a lot of executives, producers, and they just naturally come in. And I just, I just befriended a lot of really good people mm-hmm. early on. Um, trained people like Rebecca Sony, Olympic swimmer. She's an amazing person. Uh, Brendan Brazer, who founded Vega, he used to come in all the time. And it just led to me kind of being friends with a lot of amazing groups. Um, trained Maria Sharapova in boxing. That was mm-hmm. an awesome experience. I trained her for a couple weeks. It was was awesome. So just being exposed to those people kind of naturally, you know, just through, you know, social media and product of the the environment. So when you say train, are you talking about fitness or like life or both? It's always fitness and life. Well, you know what I mean? (laughs) No, but yeah, fitness. Definitely fitness for some, most of them. Yeah. So most of the people you train are like high level athletes more so than like your everyday. Both. Both. Yeah, absolutely. Is, do you prefer one or over the other? Does one let you no up more? No comment. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course, like being, having exposure to train uh-huh. professional athletes and people that have huge followings and big names, like that's amazing. Like that's, I, I mean, I consider myself still an athlete and an athlete always mm-hmm. doing ultra trail races, college football, this and that. Mm-hmm. But like, that's, I love pushing people to the absolute limit. And sometimes with training the weekend warrior or maybe the, you know, Manhattan Beach Mom, which is awesome. I love all aspects of it, but sometimes I just can't push people past that breaking point. And I know with like, yeah. you know, if I'm training a professional athlete, I know what they're capable of doing. Mm-hmm. If someone won 
a gold medal or won multiple tournaments, like you can you can take them to where you, can push you like to go, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's fun. That's really fun for me. Yeah, I bet. That's what I was gonna ask like which which is more difficult because I feel like it could be hard to push an. I don't know. Honestly, the 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 ladder's probably more difficult for me, being, you know, really helping people slowly change, which I absolutely love doing, and mm-hmm. that's, like I said in the in the detox groups, is what it's about is like changing people's habits, seeing them change, lose hundred pounds. That's great, but that's that's a little bit more difficult, right? Because mm-hmm. it takes time. Like ingrained in me is that fire where mm-hmm. I can like in an hour like take someone like to new heights, new yeah. levels for sure. So like. The people in the detox program, what type of person is that usually? I would say if I like created an avatar yeah. client, it would be 75% women mm-hmm. from the ages maybe 33 to 50, mm-hmm. roughly. 25% men from like 35 to 45, 50. But there's been a wide range. I've had a couple like high school kids do it, people mm-hmm. in their 20s. People as old as 65 do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the good thing is, like, I've had athletes do it from, for example, a guy, my last detox, 5'3", he was 370, 317 pounds. Oh my 28 days, God. he lost 39 pounds, and he's continually losing weight over the wow. past two weeks. Like, like changing people's lives. Mm-hmm. Like, you look at, and the perfect example is like, you look at a mom, she's had maybe two, three kids. She's had that baby weight on her, mm-hmm. we'll say 13, 14 pounds for 15 to sometimes 25 years. Woman, she's 48 years old, right? Mm-hmm. She's had that baby, she's done every, you know, detox, diet, workout in the book, but she still can't lose the weight. And I'm seeing them lose 15, 17 pounds in, in 28 days. And it's just, it's awesome. It's like really exciting for me to see that. And just, you know, just having them kind of thank me and be like, oh my God, you changed my life. I'm like, oh, thanks. It's like just changing your habits a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Well, what do you, when you talk about someone like that, like what usually do you find is holding them back? A lot of it's internal stress. Honestly, the I see. I think the most is like people stress about being overweight so much <laughs> yeah. that they, they are unable to release mm-hmm. that fat, that weight, because mm-hmm. their mindset is not allowing to. As you know, the stress holds on to the belly fat more than anything. And mm-hmm. I tell them that. And like when they start weighing themselves every day, I'm like, Stop. If you weigh yourself one more damn time, (laughs) something bad is going to happen. But like I say, weigh yourself in like day one, even with, you know, executive and personal clients, you can weigh yourself like every couple weeks. Do Mm -hmm. not weigh yourself every single day. And that might be different for a couple people because I really want to see that progression on a daily basis. But don't weigh yourself like especially women, you stress yourself out so damn much it drives me insane we really do (laughs) that's why there's a huge block like yeah because people also don't believe that and then they're Mm -hmm. stressing they're stressing about not being stressed anymore (laughs) you know and you you just like hit this block so how do you help people switch their mindset how do you help people de-stress i yell at them oh (laughs) yeah that must work no i mean i just i I just i hold them accountable Mm -hmm. i hold them accountable every single day and you know ask them did you weigh yourself no um i have i provide and work out accountability charts and i I really think it's when i look look back at like all the big results that i've seen 
in my lifetime in health and wellness. It's like when I when I really create an emotional attachment with someone and myself, it feels like I feel like they will be they will have a mindset that they're disappointing me. Mm-hmm. And maybe I just create that on my own, but when they feel like they're disappointing someone, like it, it, it just takes that accountability to a higher level. So that's why I like doing one on, or in my programs, I do virtual mm-hmm. calls. So I'm one one face to face with everyone in a group a couple times a week. How many people are in the group? It all changes. It can be 15. Last time was 50 people. Okay. So it, it varies. Okay. And seasonality too. Yeah, so, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. So like reducing stress is obviously a big one. Huge. What else? Well, okay. Let's talk about like exercise and training since that's obviously your big area of expertise okay um what like what do you recommend to that person who okay i think that most people who listen to this podcast are like pretty healthy absolutely um it's like like i mean most people who listen to this don't live in la but i would imagine (laughs) it's like the la type do you know what i mean with that mindset Mm -hmm. um and like they want to know what's the best exercise routine what should i be doing how often should i be working out what should i what workout should i do like what advice do you have to those people? I would say the top couple is one, fasting. And if you have trouble fasting, some women do just because of the hormones. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely working out first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. Empty stomach, ramping up metabolism, igniting the fat cells. And whether or not you can get in five, ten minutes or a full hour workout, just morning movement. Mm-hmm. First thing on an empty stomach is one of the best ways to just start igniting the fat cells and transitioning them over. So definitely HIIT training, high-intensity interval training. Diversity. I cannot tell you how pissed off I get over the past, I don't even know, probably 10 years about how women and men, they complain to me that they can't lose weight, Mm -hmm. but all they do is cycle every day. I'm like, dude, you're not going to lose weight cycling. You got to, you know, create the resistance on your muscles. Mm -hmm. And by doing that, maybe, and it's different for everyone. Maybe a guy wants to be lean. You got to lift heavy weights. Mm -hmm. Maybe a woman, she wants to burn more fat, incorporate sprints. I'd Mm -hmm. say the best hack that I tell everyone is sprints first thing in the morning on an empty stomach. If you do sprints two, if you can, three times a week Mm -hmm. for 20 minutes tops, you know, definitely with sprints, you want mobility five, I would say even 10 minutes Mm because sprinting, you can really get injured quick, you know, pulling a hammy or whatever it may be if you're super tight. So warm up 10 minutes, sprint 20 minutes. And that's hard as you can. And with your sprinting, it's active recovery too. So if you're, if you're going for 20 seconds, and you want your heart rate to be above 150, 160, mm-hmm. make sure you're actually resting you know, times four, so maybe like a minute, even a minute and a half in between each rep. So sprints is one of my all-time favorites. Um, first thing in the morning, once again. Mm-hmm. Boxing, I know boxing's a huge craze the past couple of years. All the models and supermodels love boxing. Um, I've been boxing since I was like six, seven years old. Like I was saying, my dad used to uh-huh. make my brother and I box in the basement. And, you know, looking back in my gym in Manhattan Beach, we do a lot of boxing. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not training for pro fights or anything like that, but we're incorporating it into fitness. And we are, you know, train 
boxing coaches. Mm -hmm. So boxing is one of the best full body cardio exercises and fat burner. It's just amazing. But you know, it just goes hand in hand, switch it up, challenge yourself to do something different. I guarantee you'll see a change in your body. 100%. What about like resistance training, like lifting weights? Yeah. And I, I come from a lot of bodybuilding, powerlifting, especially playing college football. So I love doing the standard deadlifts, Mm -hmm. squats. Um, I really don't like barbell bench, uh, you know, doing more dumbbells in that regard. Mm -hmm. So for women, definitely a lot of squats. Mm -hmm. Uh, Deadlifts, if you can do it, are two of the best full body exercises. And a lot of us forget that our legs are half our body, so we want to focus on training arms, triceps, chests. Even women, like, you're so focused on upper body. If you just start doing lower body, doing it twice a week, not just once a week, uh-huh. you're going to burn more fat. Obviously, releases more uh, testosterone by, you know, incorporating heavy leg training. Mm-hmm. And it goes, you know, depending on what your goals are. If you're looking to get a big booty, I you got to do heavy squats, do five times five, you know two times a week, mm-hmm. five sets, five reps heavier. If you want to do a little bit more toning and tightening, get five to 10 pound ankle weights and do all your booty exercises two or three times a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some people are really like either like pro super heavy weights versus like yep. lighter weights. What is your opinion on all that? My opinion on that is you first have to know exactly what you want. If you want to gain weight, mm-hmm. listen, if you want to look like a power lifter, yeah. Or a bodybuilder, you have to eat like one. Uh-huh. But if you want to be lean and cut, you can still train that way, but you just have to eat like you're lean and cut. Taking a brief pause because I need to tell you guys something. It's November, which means it's time for cozy weather. Or if there's no cozy weather, we're going to pretend like there's cozy weather. And that means cozy drinks. And my favorite cozy drinks are the elixirs from Four Sigmatic. I was with one of the girls in my program when I was in Chicago and I was talking about how I thought some of the mushroom elixirs from Four Sigmatic would really help her with some things she was struggling with. And she said, I thought that was only coffee. I thought Four Sigmatic was coffee and I'm not doing caffeine. And I said, whoa, 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 girl. No, no, no. They've got so many products without caffeine. Those are the ones that I usually drink. I save my caffeine for special occasions. If you want coffee, then the mushroom coffee is probably the best way to go. But they have a whole line of products that do not have any caffeine. And I drink these 99% of days. I say 99 because sometimes I'm out, I'm traveling and I don't get it. But most days I do because they have travel packs. So all you need is some hot water, your Four Sigmatic mushroom elixirs that come in single serve packets and you can just pop it in and drink it up. So if you don't know much about Four Sigmatic, they create different mushroom elixirs, mushroom superfood blends, mushroom coffees, because they are trying to make it easy and delicious to get your mushrooms in. Because the truth is that there are so many mushrooms that have a ton of health benefits that have been used for centuries to improve immunity, energy, longevity, can help with a wide range of health issues. And these seriously taste so good. And like I said, they're so easy to use. You just need water, the elixirs, you drop them in, they taste delicious. They have like an 
earthy kind of taste. It's reminiscent of coffee, but it doesn't taste like coffee. So if you like that earthy, that earthy vibe, go for that. But they also have a golden milk latte mix. That's delicious. And this time of year is the time to stock up on the mushroom hot cacao. I love hot chocolate, but whenever I have it, I, you guys know, whenever I have chocolate, I get really excited. (laughs) Caffeine really affects me. So I just get really energetic. The mushroom hot cacao is awesome because it's mixed in with adaptogens. One contains reishi and one contains cordyceps. So the reishi can help you really wind down despite any of the caffeine in the cacao. I love that one at night or you can have the hot cacao with cordyceps maybe in the afternoon for a little balanced pick-me-up. You can mix it with some warm coconut milk or warm almond milk for a really nice mushroom hot chocolate. You can also mix it with water if you want. I like it a little bit creamier though. The other elixir I really recommend at this time of year is the chaga because it has incredible antioxidant boosting properties. So very great for the immune system if you're trying to avoid getting sick. It is called the king of the mushrooms for a reason. So highly recommend that one. The reishi is great for calming you down. I like to drink this one in the evening. And another one that's awesome that I was actually recommending to the woman in my paleo woman lifestyle program that I was mentioning before was the lion's mane because right now she's working through actually a brain injury and is looking to support her nervous system and brain function and lion's mane is an all-natural cognitive enhancer so great if you're really trying to support your brain function help support memory concentration great if you're studying or a student but you really can't go wrong with any of the mushroom elixirs they have a really delicious matcha as well just go onto their website and check out all their products and stock up at this time of year because these drinks are so cozy and delicious and you're actually getting health benefits. So, I mean, you could take, you know, a supplement and a pill, but what fun is that? Why not drink it when it tastes so delicious? You can make a little reishi latte, a chaga latte, just mix it up with some warm nut milk if you want to spruce it up even more. But I usually just use hot water and it tastes seriously delicious. It has totally replaced the coffee habit for so many of my clients. I highly, highly recommend these. Also a great gift for people. Get them a mushroom sampler box so they can try all the flavors. That is the best present ever. So you can use my discount code CRW for 15% off go to foursigmatic.com slash crw and use that code crw for 15 percent off again that's f-o-u-r-s-i-g-m-a-t-i-c.com slash crw and my code crw gets you 15 percent off and let me know if you try these out so now that i've talked to you about four sigmatic let's get back to tommy so i i'm just taking myself for example i know when i do like heavy dumbbells i can get really dense and ripped if i'm eating super super lean Mm -hmm. if i eat a ton of carbs overtraining, overeating i will bulk up really really fast Mm -hmm. but i I would literally do the same exact workout and i can either gain 15 pounds or lose you know five to ten pounds of body fat that's it's all depending on how i'm eating do you see like benefits of using like lighter weights versus heavier uh, I definitely do incorporating it into workouts. Mm-hmm. I tend to do it sometimes because I switch my training a lot, mm-hmm. being 
an, an endurance athlete mm-hmm. doing 100 mile races, I kind of tend to stay away from the heavier weights during those months. Mm-hmm. Uh, one for just safety reasons. I know last week I started deadlifting heavy. I had a lot of weight on the barbell, mm-hmm. which I haven't done in a while. And, you know, one slight little movement, something's off in my footing, the way I pull the barbell up and I can strain my lower back. Mm-hmm. And I did that slightly and I felt myself. So I stopped. So, you know, it's the the benefits of definitely lighter, heavier weights. You can definitely tone a lot better. I would say you're not going to get the deep, like, deep ripness and building muscle like you want to. If you want to maintain your muscle and really burn fat, I would say you have to, like, if you're going to do light weights, do it to exhaustion and burnout. Mm-hmm. People want to know how to get abs. 100% kitchen. <laughs> yeah, right? Do you, do you do, like... Ab exercises or do you just... Yeah, I mean, I still love doing abs. Mm -hmm. I I think you got to diversify your core. And the definition of core is not your abs. Your core is your front fascia from like the top of your foot all the way up to your neck. Mm. So you really got to train your entire core to really develop a strong core and Mm -hmm. get the definition in your abs. And realizing that it's your lower back too, wrapping all the way around. So I'd say I kind of go... Every day I do something different in regards to my core. I'll do mm-hmm. maybe lower back. I'll do lower abs, upper abs. I'll do, you know, the planks, the static abs. I do a lot of, like, foot proprioception work. So, mm-hmm. like, slant boards, a lot of plyo balls. Um, definitely the kind of weird full functional <laughs> movements. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that men and women should be training differently at all? Do you notice differences there? Definitely, it goes by, once again, your goals. If you're trying mm-hmm. to bulk up, you can definitely do heavy weights. But I would say um, for an overall basis, the general public, you can train the same. Okay. Absolutely. Interesting. But it, it really goes on what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. You know, most women... Most people are trying most, to Most women don't lean. want to bulk up. They yeah. get lean and they get, you know, that thin, slender and tender look. So mm-hmm. I would say from that degree, probably not. You don't want to do the same thing as men because men are trying to stay lean mm-hmm. and get ripped and cut and get a little bit bigger muscles, mm-hmm. but, you know, be 6 7% body fat, right? So so what do you recommend for the woman <laughs> who's trying to get lean? Definitely diversify. Okay. Maybe if you're going to do cycle, do it once or twice a week. Uh-huh. Do sprints at least once a week. Uh-huh. Definitely do weights twice a week. You want that resistance. You want that booty work. Mm-hmm. Uh, lunges, lunges, lunges. One uh-huh. of my favorite exercises. That goes hand in hand with the sprints. Yeah. First thing in the morning, if you do lunges up, I, I posted something like a couple weeks ago. I'm like, lunge challenge. First thing in the morning for the next seven days, do 10 minutes of lunging. If you can find a hill, even better. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like people don't realize it's like a full body exercise doing yeah. lunges. It burns so many calories and hits so many muscles in your body. Okay. Um, so a lot of step ups, lunges, squats, sumo squats, tight stance squats, mm-hmm. um, a lot of ankle weights. And we're talking about women. Still, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then doing a little bit of a uh, cardio, try boxing out. Boxing's mm-hmm. awesome. I've seen so many women change their bodies with boxing. It's really yeah. good. Boxing is getting jump, really popular. Jump sure. roping. Jump roping is amazing. Uh-huh. Row machine. Like it's, I think it's like the second biggest non-impact calorie burner out there mm-hmm. behind cross-country skiing. So if we have bad knees, I see a lot of 
you know, older women that have bad knees or hips and they don't like to run, I'm like, get on a rower, mm-hmm. you know, maybe one of those machine bikes, something like that, the air assault. They're really yeah. good. Okay. What about stuff people can do? Do you think someone could like reach their fitness goals if they're working out from home? Absolutely. What, what do 100%. you recommend for that? Once again, body weight act, or first thing in the morning, mm-hmm. fast it. And that's when you're going to get the best results mm-hmm. um, from what I've seen. Um, some studies show otherwise, but uh, go to my YouTube. I have Tommy 10 workouts. They're all body weight. Yeah. And I actually just filmed some. I'm doing a lot outdoors now in mm-hmm. the mountains. So it's exciting being um, motivated yeah. in the mountains, like being in an outdoor setting and watching someone do that. So you have, I'm looking in your place, you have the T-Rex. Oh, yeah. You have the pull-up bar. I've got my setup. You have the dumbbells. So you don't need a lot of weights. I would say get yourself uh, a booty band mm-hmm. so that goes around your ankles. You can do a lot with that. Get ankle weights. You can do a ton with that. Get light five-pound dumbbells. You can do all your upper body with that. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of, I mean... We're in the social media society. There's so many apps out there right now that give you, I mean, Nike has free workout training apps. Yeah. Uh, yoga. I know Aloe, they have like Aloe Moves. They have an amazing app. I think it's only like 10 or 20 bucks a month if you want to do yoga at home. Yeah. There's so many great stuff out there. Or just go to YouTube. Yeah. But yeah, you can accomplish this day and age, the digital world, you can accomplish anything at home. That's why I say there's no excuses. Mm-hmm. No excuses at all. I agree. I think some people will argue, though, that you kind of reach you reach a plateau because it's mm-hmm. harder to progress when you maybe you like can't keep adding more weight. But I feel like if you're creative with it, you can. No, that, that's a really good point. It's being creative and setting a goal for yourself, especially... Mm-hmm. With fitness, you have to set a goal, mm-hmm. right? Even if it's like, I want to do 100 squats, 100 push-ups, and 20 pull-ups within 10 minutes in mm-hmm. a month. Like, work towards that goal. Yeah. I want to run a marathon in, you know, 10 weeks or, I don't know, six months. Like, set something up out of your comfort zone. Yeah. You have to. You have to do it. Yeah, exactly. Like from home too, you can go outside and run. You can do everything within your own little eco ecosystem. Yeah, I know a lot of people. What? So I know you're a big fan of sprints. Then you said the rower. Like, I guess other are there any other options for like lower impact? Like if somebody doesn't do well with like sprinting. Jump rope. Jump rope. Okay. I would say that. I mean, that that can actually be a little bit tough on people's uh-huh. knees. Um, you have the basic cardio exercises you have the jumping jacks right mm-hmm. you have the mountain climbers i would say like super setting nose so just do like 20 seconds or t- we call it tabata training 20 seconds on 20 seconds off so pick like three exercises yeah um, maybe jump rope you know you may have a jump rope you can just go on your tippy toes and jump like you have a jump rope mm-hmm. and pretend yeah so do that you have jumping jacks you have mountain climbers there's three great cardio exercises do 20 seconds as hard as you can, mm-hmm. 20 seconds rest. 20 seconds hard as you can, 20 seconds rest. 20 seconds hard as you can, yeah. 20 seconds rest. Just start off with five sets of those mm-hmm. and work your way up to 10. Yeah. You do that first thing in the morning. Lunges, full body, cardio, strength building at the same time if you do enough of them. Yeah. So that's a really good one. I think that with like the HIT training, people don't realize how hard they should be going. Yes, like, such th- a good point. Yeah, you know, they're like kind of half-assing it and i'm like no you should feel you shouldn't be able to go longer than 20 minutes like you should be dead maybe after 10 minutes you're dead oh i want an hour i'm like you don't need an hour you don't want an hour yeah well everyone around here is like oh i'm going to this 60 minute hit class i'm like okay 
that's not hit. It's not hit. Like, I, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Great marketing now. <laughs> yeah, or it's like Tabata, like true Tabata. It's like you can't go past four minutes. Yeah. Like you, you're gonna throw up. Absolutely. That's so hard. You have to be going. Yeah, if I'm gonna do Tabata with someone or a large group, it's like it's only gonna be for like ten minutes. Yeah. Like maybe fifteen minutes, and we do mobility you know, core work and different stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But I always say you want to be short of breath. Yeah. And the best indicator, if you really want to know you're burning fat, is you feel like you're going to throw up Mm -hmm. with sprinting. I know it's a little extreme. (laughs) And you really don't have to get yourself to that point, all your listeners out there. But Mm -hmm. if you really want to know you're burning fat, like if you're curious or questioning yourself, sprint so hard that you can't breathe and you kind of feel something inside your stomach (laughs) well it goes back to it's like if you feel comfortable you're not pushing yourself hard enough like you got to go past that point of like what's comfortable and same with training like being diverse like a lot of people just get caught in doing the same thing over and over again and then they reach a plateau it's because it's what they're comfortable with and so they don't want to try new forms of movement but that's what's gonna give you the change no, nothing grows in the comfort zone exactly yeah i'm really curious what you think about like crossfit i think crossfit is great if you're into it it i mean listen i don't talk crap on anything <laughs> that's changing people's lives mm-hmm. for the greater and health and fitness and wellness and it's really good for a lot of people and it's you know obviously it's huge now and it's if you want to have that certain aesthetic look if you want that competition and you mm-hmm. need that, com- a lot of people actually need that competitive yeah. environment to make a change. And for that, I really applaud them because they really create amazing community and, you know, those micro ecosystems within their boxes. And I think it's, I think it's great. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I've done a little bit and my only big downfall and risk is the injury, right? Mm-hmm. You know, there's studies out there, maybe, you know, over 50% or whatever it may be, but it's like a lot, I just see a lot of people get hurt. Mm-hmm. I know I did it for, I just tried it out for like two months and I was doing something stupid and like kind of, I like, I forget, I like tweaked my lower back or something. I'm like, I'm not doing this anymore. Yeah. Like, I don't want to compete. I don't want to like compete in a CrossFit games. That's just not my deal. And that's, it's just not me personally. Yeah. But if it, if it's something that you know you need and you need that challenge, you need that environment, I'd say, you know, go for it and try it out. Try something mm-hmm. different. Yeah. And even if you say like, just try it out for God's sake, just go for a week and maybe you just don't have to go again. Yeah, true. I think they do such a good job with like community, but I see it. It's intimidating for a lot of people too. Yeah, it is. And I I think, and other people say this too, it's like, it's a sport to me, not just like, I'm going to go work out. It's like a sport, you know, it's a a, a type of skill and it's like, if you have that goal, then yeah, but I don't, you know. um, And kind of going with that, I learned those power movements, the power clean, mm -hmm. the hang clean, the snatches. For those, a lot of Olympic um, powerlifting training moves in college and football. And it literally took me four years to master all those. Yeah. From the time I was a freshman in college to senior year. And we were doing those almost every day or every other day for four years, right? Mm -hmm. And if it took me by my senior year in college to really master the technique, the exercises where I can, I mean, I can hang clean. 350 pounds without getting injured that's what i did Mm -hmm. senior year which is a lot of weight and then i go into an environment where you know the average joe or you know the mom that's never been exposed to anything like that and they start like snatching and hang cleaning stuff right away i kind of cringe yeah 
But then again, if they have, if there's an amazing, there's a lot of really good coaches. So then it goes on to the coaches. How good is the coach, right? Yeah. Are they giving them personal attention? They're giving them the proper instructions, the proper technique. Are they making sure they're not putting, you know, 10 pounds, 20 pounds on each side that they're going to have that chance and risk of injury so yeah. yeah well i think you see that like you just go to the gym and i see people just their form is horrible so or bad. like i think the one that i see all the time is the kettlebell swing i'm like if you yes. don't know how to how to perform oh it properly goodness. just don't do, don't it. do it and people are just all over the place yep. like and they don't understand it's a hinge like <laughs> i have i've had so many people come to me mm-hmm. and i'll be like all right you know, and I love I'm I just love the kettlebell swings. One of the mm-hmm. best exercises in the entire world. And I was fortunate that I learned from a pro at an early age back in Jersey because when kettlebells were like nowhere and they were like in Russia and California at the time. Mm-hmm. And this is when I was living in Jersey and I was like thirteen, fourteen years old. The guy that ran my gym, he was a like a kettlebell master and he taught me an early age. So I've been doing swings since I was like thirteen, fourteen, doing those kettlebell snatches. But I see a lot of people coming to me when I'm like, all right, you should do, you know, let's do some kettlebell swings. Like, oh, I can't do that. I hurt my lower back doing that. I'm like, hurt your lower back? Like, no, like, you're just not doing it right. Let me show you how to properly do it. Like, most of it is, you know, core in your your legs, right? Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's not your, you shouldn't be touching your lower back at all. Yeah, I think a lot of people, the kettlebell swing is one. And I also, I mean, I see it, if you're at the gym, I see a lot of guys are just like, they just want to lift as heavy as they can. And they're just like throwing things. And I'm like, that's when ego gets in the Yeah, way. I'm like, oh, it hurts <laughs> me. I'm like, someone's back is going to snap right now. I know. You're just like, should I say something? Yeah, I don't like, want to be that person, but he's really going to hurt himself. Exactly. <laughs> I'm curious if you see like overtraining holding people back at all. Like, if people aren't taking enough rest. Absolutely. And that goes with inflammation mm-hmm. in the body. I see that a lot. Um, people don't realize the power of recovery, mm-hmm. rest, even if it has... You know, sometimes I'll just take a complete week off, even though it's it's the, the hardest thing in the world for me. Mm-hmm. I'll just take a complete week off. I feel inflamed, puffy, um, tired. You know, the past couple of nights, maybe I haven't had the proper sleep. And you want to force, so many of us, we live in a Western society where we force everything. Yeah. We force. Especially we want, out here. Yeah. We want, it, we, want to get, we want to get ripped overnight. We want that change overnight. It's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Sorry. It's not going to happen. Like, if you take the rest and recovery, even if, like, you have to do it on the weekends, right? You know, you train Monday through Friday, take Saturday, Sunday off. Pretty simple. Mm-hmm. Or maybe Wednesday, Sunday. I like, I like, I personally like Sunday being, like, nothing yeah sunday's the nothing day yeah right? i'm the same i like to do nothing nothing on sunday. on sunday and like that having that full body recovery mm-hmm. reducing the inflammation um just resetting your body it's just it works wonders for you yeah but a lot of it goes with under eating too if you're training a lot mm-hmm. so i heard a quote i remember i was reading like a bodybuilding i used to be obsessed with like bodybuilding magazines in my teenage years mm-hmm. and i remember a quote like there's no such thing as overtraining it's, it's called under eating yeah i've right? seen that and it, it, do, it does go hand in hand if you're mm-hmm. you know a lot of us i i know when i get like really serious i'll do maybe five six miles of cardio then like an intense workout on a daily basis so if i'm doing doubles like i know i got to eat a little bit more i might not even fast that day Mm -hmm. like i know maybe i need like four or five really good solid meals maybe one or two power shakes Mm -hmm. if i'm training for a particular thing or maybe i want to get more uh, size Mm -hmm. so it's like you gotta you gotta compensate on every angle there's no one you know fix it all for for everything you got to look at all aspects of 
you know, nutrition, recovery, mm-hmm. mindset, yeah. what's your activity, how many calories are you burning just standing? Mm-hmm. Like what's your, what's your activity? What is your job occupation? Yeah. You know, I know I just, without working out alone, I probably burn like two plus thousand calories just being on my feet all day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I just can't sit down anyway. So, yeah, I'm curious. Do you like, I mean, cause for no, no matter what job you have, mm-hmm. you have to spend time like I don't know, in front of a screen doing things like <laughs> yeah. not moving around. But uh-huh. how do you build activity into your day when you're still being productive working? Yeah, and I find that for myself a lot lately, just because I'm doing a lot of computer work and, mm-hmm. you know, creating content, a lot of us ourselves. So being on a computer, sitting down, it's so hard. I just, I try to every hour, mm-hmm. every hour I try to get up, even if, if I'm time blocking, like sometimes four or five hours of what I need to do. Mm-hmm. I'll try and get up. For every 45 minutes to an hour, even though even if it's a couple of minutes, do a couple of jumping jacks, whatnot, mm-hmm. I'll definitely set like a three hour tops window. Mm-hmm. Usually last two and a half where like I have to go outside, mm-hmm. get some sun, put my feet in the dirt, whatever it may be, just like move around yeah, a little take bit. Yeah, a break. Yeah. And like your body gets stiff, your start, lower back starts to hurt, your hamstrings get tight, you start hunching over. Mm-hmm. It goes off, you know, with a lot of office hacks. So standing up, doing stretching, doing different movements, maybe sitting on a plyo ball, maybe having a foam roller next to you, just rolling out your hamstrings and lower back and your shoulders mm-hmm. every, you know, two hours. That works wonders. Mm-hmm. So um, definitely, you know, saying going back to staying hydrated i know i just find myself when i'm in front of a computer screen like and i'm like oh my god like two three hours off by i need to have a sip of water or anything being like cognizant of those little things and maybe like you're gonna have your water in another room so you know you set your alarm for every hour like you got to go up and go get your your water or whatnot that's a good idea for people who are like press for time working like i mean do you put more of an um, do you think it's more important for people to focus on being more active throughout the day or like getting in a good workout it's a good point i mean perfect perfect world both of them i think you definitely need a good workout Mm -hmm. that's a tough question yeah i know because i don't being stagnant is one of the worst things for humans we weren't meant to sit down yeah i know we're meant to move all day mm-hmm. we're hunters and gatherers for yeah. god's sake right <laughs> no we're tend to move but like if you can if you can work out mm, i would i would probably put a little bit more of an emphasis on that because bang for your buck mm-hmm. you're gonna get that caloric burn you're gonna release the serotonin you're mm-hmm. gonna detoxify. You know, one of the four pathways of detoxification is sweating. If you mm-hmm. can sweat, if you're just moving around a little bit, a little bit throughout the day, you probably aren't gonna reach that uh, sweat threshold. Mm-hmm. So I would probably lean more towards getting a really good hard 45 minute workout. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I I love your tips. It's like because I feel like you're a really good person to talk to about like how people are just feeling really pressed for time and they just throughout their day, everything related to health, they just want to get the biggest bang for their buck. Mm -hmm. And like, I know you work with a lot of people who are like business people running around. Easy Um, convenience. Yeah. I mean, do you ever get the excuse? Like I don't have time to work out. So then, you know, what do you say to that type of person? Bull crap. (laughs) Yeah. You make time. Yeah. I mean, listen, I I work with all sorts of people. Like, you know, one of my clients has five children. One's Mm -hmm. a traveling executive all over the world. It's like, 
hold it. You got to hold someone, you got to hold them accountable or mm-hmm. find an accountability partner. Mm-hmm. Like you have to have, once again, you have to have a goal. Like if you have no time, what let's retract that and look at your top excuses. Usually it's one time, it's family, it's kids. Mm-hmm. Um, it's work, obviously. Uh, maybe they're getting up too early. Maybe it's sleep, um, which we obviously put an emphasis on, but you really got to hold them accountable to a degree of mm-hmm. what they're trying to achieve, especially if someone's hiring you and they yeah. say in their time, it's like, dude, you're, you're paying for this. Yeah. Right. But everyone has times. Like how many, how many minutes in a day, how many seconds in a day? Like what's again, all you need. If you have that excuse of time, 10 minutes, same thing with meditation, 10 minutes, mm-hmm. wake up 10, 20 minutes earlier mm-hmm. every single day. Yeah. Right. I, yeah, and let me just, overall as a broad thing yeah. so like you have to make that decision yourself mm-hmm. internally self-awareness make the change if you really want it like i see it so i don't have time that's just an excuse that's a complaint because you're not ready to take that step like you just have to cognizantly know like you have to do something a little bit different you have mm-hmm. to change yourself yeah you can multitask though you yeah. know it's like i mean i get so annoyed when i'm okay it's like i'll be just with a friend and i'm like can we just walk while we're talking yes. rather than just sit yep like things like that people don't think about it. i'm like how long were you just spending searching through instagram because you could have been walking around yeah. while you did that on a treadmill yeah exactly Wal- walking meetings i say that in, the, mm-hmm. in my corporate talks like who's holding walking meetings right now like you're sitting in a round table mm-hmm. for 45 minutes an hour two hours when you just came from your yes you're sitting at for two three hours yeah like hold walking meetings yeah i think Please. that's great no and i love that you you do that like like corporate coaching basically mm-hmm. because i think that it's it's so annoying how i feel like america is set up to make us sedentary like everything's working against 100%. people you know yeah and there's so much they could do in offices to make things more active and make it I don't know. Just make everyone healthier. And, and they are starting to come up with like a lot of hacks. Mm-hmm. Like the standing desk is awesome. You see a lot of people mm-hmm. incorporating that. Uh, like I said, the plyo ball. There's a lot of um, food companies that like I think one's really going is like Snack Nation, mm-hmm. developing healthy habits and healthy snacks for the corporate environment that they deliver to your doorstep. Um, you know, there's a lot of corporate training, corporate yeah. you know challenges out there. I know when I was in real estate, there was like a corporate challenge where, you know, it got incentivized. I see some insurance, more in life insurance right now, where they're incentivizing people. Who are you, know, you see the yeah. non-smokers, they mm-hmm. get, you know, credited or they have to run a mile or something in a certain mm-hmm. amount. So you see that a lot, which I think is really good. If you can start implementing that on a small scale, I think that it has potential to grow. Yeah, I hope it just becomes more mainstream. I think there's yeah. more like social pressures. I know a lot of my friends who are like, you know, I asked for a standing desk at work and they said no. Or maybe they got one and, like, everyone makes fun of me. And I'm like, we got to change things so this yeah. is, like, no, you're right. the norm. And, like, yep. you're the weird one if you're not using yeah. a standing desk. Yeah. Getting bullied because you have a standing desk. <laughs> I know. Like, sorry I want to stand up <laughs> yeah. and not just be on my butt all day. Sorry, I want to be slouching the rest of my yeah, life. Yeah, seriously. But, yeah, I think it's really, I don't know. It's really interesting. But, okay, to switch gears a bit. Yeah. Um, I want to talk to you about nutrition for like athletics because i think you'd be a good person i i'm that's not my area of expertise because i don't work with that many athletes Mm -hmm. um but i know that there are definitely people who listen to this who are athletes and want to know more about like fueling for training and stuff so i love your kind of yeah and for that i would definitely just look at my own perspective i i won't say like i've trained like 
high-end professional mm-hmm. athletes and just nutrition it's been more on like fitness mindset level yeah. um, but you're an athlete I've, yeah I'm, so. you know i'm an athlete and i have athletes in my groups and i definitely have them so one just looking at you know your how many calories you're burning what you're training for um and i'm kind of right now i'll just take it from like an endurance perspective i know i have to ramp up my calories if i know i have a hundred mile race mm-hmm. in two weeks and this is completely there. This is my own take. Yeah, I'm curious. My, my number one thing is getting my inflammation down as much as possible. I'll stay away from red meat. I'll stay away mm-hmm. from poultry. Um, typically, the week or two before, I'll kind of go a vegan-ish style. Interesting. Okay. Just like two weeks before uh-huh. a race. And that's just, a, that's just like me experiment. I experimented with all the yeah. types of diets and fads. And I really like it just because I just feel like, I just feel good. I feel mm-hmm. really clean my body and my mindset and I really from an endurance perspective it's hard because I've experimented with doing a little bit of keto fat based yeah and, I'm curious about that yeah. and it, it definitely I, I really like that I've done that for a while off and on I think it's amazing it works it's mm-hmm. kind of a little bit of a twist I put in my programs but when I'm training for the endurance I kind of have that like vegan keto-ish style definitely ramp up my fats Mm -hmm. but i find myself when i'm actually in the race Mm -hmm. that i'm just craving carbs so i actually use those carbs for the fuel during the race and it kind of ignites my energy a lot so what kind of carbs what kind of carbs do you use during the during the ultra race is a little bit different they have these things called like carbo pro Uh um a a lot of supplements out there that are just pure carbohydrates Mm -hmm. um definitely try to stay away from the fast release sugars that are spiking my insulin just like low glycemic um a lot of the like aid stations a lot of like oats a lot of um potatoes potatoes mm-hmm. are awesome so i kind of almost do like a lot of like avocados potatoes type a little mm-hmm. bit before and during the race and the, and the carbs are the carbo pro is like a great supplement out there then i'm um, doing a lot of amino acids mm-hmm. um they're, they're great because you just i and once again i'm talking about endurance athletes you just lose so much muscle mm-hmm. you know when you're running for 30 plus hours straight um, okay. in, the mount- in their mountains so like it's double the amount of calories you're burning out yeah. there so what about not endurance training? not endurance yeah. training so we'll say basketball yeah, football sure. yeah. yeah i've trained a couple of football people um i would say definitely in a mindset of like three whole meals a day mm-hmm. i so let me just kind of retract i stay away from anything processed sugar mm-hmm. try to so say you're from packaged um whole real nutrition organic obviously it's got to be organic um if you're going to eat meat definitely every like two to i would say even three days you know it takes like up to 72 hours to digest so di- di- diversifying your proteins mm-hmm. um if you're an athlete i tend to strive for five meals a day two of those you know being a superfood shake so mm-hmm. getting the superfoods in um i don't mind carbohydrates like bananas uh mm-hmm. high sugar carbs if it's like directly after a workout mm-hmm. but definitely um after training best time for carbohydrates mm-hmm. a little bit of fasting first thing in the morning for athletes you know it's a little bit different mm-hmm. you definitely want to use that as fuel instead of using overdoing the caffeine and you know draining your adrenals mm-hmm. cortisol levels keeping are you those a coffee roughly. guy do you drink coffee yeah i do coffee i go on and off too i mean 
sometimes I'll do coffee too much and then I'm like, wait, I'm drinking too much coffee. My adrenals are shot and then I'll just like get off of it for two weeks. Mm -hmm. So I I do like coffee for sure. Okay. Especially if I'm fasting first thing in the morning. Mm -hmm. What are your opinions on like like pre-workouts? Coffee. Yeah. What about the other stuff? Oh, like pre-workout? Like people use like pre-work the people are always like I'll, I'll tell you i like have been i've been a supplement junkie mm-hmm. my whole life i'd i'd say about two three four yeah about three years ago i just like stopped taking the pre-workouts because mm-hmm. i just overdid it mm-hmm. you know it goes that thing with convenience like if i can just buy get a powder and i always get super clean stuff mm-hmm. nothing like no there's a lot of crap out there right mm-hmm. um if i can find a really good combination you know kind of under 200 milligrams of caffeine all the pre-workouts out there now are like there might be like two or three brands that have like 130 135 some of them have like 400 milligrams of caffeine yeah i'm like oh my god this is gonna destroy your insides a lot of the oh yeah i'm ramped up and then you crash in an hour and a half yeah but uh, i mean it depends on what you're trying to do some of them great you know a creatine mix i like actually like more of the nootropics Mm-hmm. You know, a little bit of uh, tyrosine is one of my favorites, which I, I really don't see many people talking about, actually. Mm-hmm. An essential amino acid for have brain cognitivity. Have you Chimera coffee? Chimera is good. Yeah. Yeah. They oh, have, yeah, they have a little bit of tyrosine yeah, in there. I think That's they right. Do. Yeah. yeah. I remember seeing that a while back. Mm-hmm. Um, then you just got to brew it yourself and everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, like my perfect is like having a cup of coffee. I'll put Lion's Mane. I, I'm big into super tonics. Mm. So I love Lion's Mane, Sheila G, Pine Pollen. Mm-hmm. Like those three are just bomb. Yeah. If I can mix those up with coffee, um, the Pine Pollen is best extracted. Put that in your tongue. Even the. Uh, Sheila G comes in tar. Mm-hmm. So those ones for longevity, hormone optimization are just amazing. I'd rather have those over like anything else. Mm-hmm. Tyrosine and, you know, maybe like 130 milligrams of coffee is like my perfect pre-workout. Mm-hmm. Okay, I yeah. like that. Well, I'm curious, what are what other like <laughs> daily supplements do you take? Daily supplements? Definitely uh, superfoods. Which I try would to include... Do- uh, I try so many different ones, um, like vitamin mineral grains type, something mm-hmm. like that. You know, obviously getting the chlorella, spirulina, those types in there. Um, I, you know, I go on and off my relationship with doing protein shakes. If I do a protein shake, it's definitely going to be vegan. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's my first meal of the day because I kind of view it as a liquid fast at that point mm-hmm. uh, if I'm doing that at like 11, 12 o'clock. So let's just take that for example. If I'm incorporating shakes... I'll do my raw water, mm-hmm. um, maybe unsweetened coconut milk, and then I'll put a scoop of vegan protein in there, mm-hmm. uh, preferably pea mm-hmm. protein, highly absorbable. Now, you don't need more than like 15 grams. That's such a myth. Like anything over like 20, 25 grams, you're just peeing it out. So you really don't need that much. A um, little bit of hydrolyzed collagen, just a little bit, really great for joint support. I'll do maybe 10 milligrams of that. So we'll say like 15 um, grams of vegan protein, 10 of the collagen. I'll put superfood greens in there. Mm-hmm. I'll do a little bit of wild blueberries. I'll just never stay away from them. Antioxidants, brain power, one of the best superfoods on earth. Yeah. Um, making sure obviously they're wild, mm-hmm. uh, organic. Farmer's market is the best. 
if you have them. We're lucky here in California. Yeah, I know. I'm spoiled. We're, yeah, we're very spoiled. And then sometimes if I want a little bit more decadent texture, I'll put half of a organic avocado in there. That mm-hmm. just makes it nice, creamy, and smoothie. If I'm not feeling that, I will put maybe a little bit of coconut oil or the raw coconut butter in there. Mm-hmm. Makes it really good. I try to stay away from like the peanut butters, almond butters. Um, I've been just obsessed. I've eaten so much of like almond butter and peanut butter my entire life, but it's really not the best for digestion. It's not that it's bad. It's that that we all of us overeat it. I don't Mm -hmm. care who you are. No one just has like a teaspoon or tablespoon of almond butter. Yeah. You're reaching for the jar. I know Mm -hmm. you are. You might be reaching right now, and it's going to be more than one tablespoon. I totally That's going to lead like four, five, six hundred calories at that point. Mm -hmm. So it's dense, and it's people don't realize like nuts are are pretty hard unless it's sprouted to Mm -hmm. digest in your body. So that's pretty much it for the shake. Um, A lot of people don't realize that like ice, people put a lot of ice in their smoothie, and it's not great for your digestive system. Mm -hmm. It's creating air bubbles and pockets. So if you're wondering why you're gassy. After you drink a smoothie, you're probably drinking it too fast Mm -hmm. and you're drinking it with a lot of ice and you want to actually stir the smoothie to get those air pockets out. So they're like my supplements for a smoothie. I keep it really simple. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes I go overboard and just put like every herb in the entire book, my, you know, $5,000 supplement cabinet from Mm Erwan with every powder, you know, and these are mostly like the $50 tonics uh, once again the shilajis the pine pollens the rishis all of them out there and that's fun but that's pretty much my standard yeah and then my coffee ones like i just mentioned before the tyrosine mm-hmm. um doing with the shilajee pine pollen i also get a little bit into oil of oregano mm-hmm. both the liquid form and the pill form i like the pill form a lot antifungal antibacteria mm-hmm. uh, and I'm, I'm curious why they don't talk about that a lot with like yeast infections and fungal infections like if you do oil of oregano on a daily basis that's really going to help protect against that kill that that's your insurance well people can gut, really gut over health. people can overdo it they can for You're sure right. and also you know with certain strains it's not going to do the job yeah. at all um, but yeah it's definitely powerful and people you know well, even just like people are getting sick with whatever i'm like yeah. just quit your nyquil and take some oil of oregano oh my god like don't start you know yeah don't even start. yeah i know so pharmaceuticals are I know. running the world that's a whole other yeah, podcast yeah, I mean, right yeah <laughs> that's a lot they'll be knocking on our door after i know i don't care i talk so much shit about it yeah but, yeah, yeah f them <laughs> yeah i know but yo that's a good point and yeah. i love all of that um, I, I, and real quick a lot of one a good tip out there which people don't use at least i don't see a lot if you're drinking a lot of caffeine and coffee a really good one is milk thistle and Mm. dandelion really good for liver detoxification and support which i just love Mm -hmm. and make just make sure you don't overdo it because you'll find yourself peeing a lot throughout the day yeah right if you're taking too much milk thistle oh yeah just go even even cycle it cycle a little bit yeah and just make sure you drink extra water yeah you know for sure Um, no but i love both of those Mm -hmm. um and like okay kind of like wrapping it up and tying it back to like detox like i mean your whole detox program there's so much that goes into detoxing in general um but what are your kind of like top detox tips yeah easy things for people absolutely so i called it the dedicated detox and then the first 
first when you hear those words, you're like, oh, another detox, another juice mm-hmm. cleanse, whatever it be. But it's really about detoxing the bad habits in your life mm-hmm. and instilling new ones. So it takes 21 days roughly to get rid of and start a new habit. Mm-hmm. 66 days to make it long term for yourself. So in regards to detoxing, if we want to talk, I'll talk a couple broad, one digital detox. If you're having trouble sleeping, mm-hmm. it's probably because you're on your phone, the screen, and you're on social media, you have anxiety and your brain's going nuts. I'm a victim of it too. Yeah. I did it last night and I couldn't sleep we for two are. hours, right? So a Do couple, you have like limits for when you that? turn off like There technology? are no limits. No, I, I, I try to do thirty minutes before. Okay. But it's just hard. Yeah. Right? It's hard. Yeah. But it's true. You can do more than thirty minutes. You can. You I, gotta get you gotta that's, get that's me personally. Minutes. I tell people an hour. It's yeah. gotta be an hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that that mental detox is so important for your sleep, recovery, and that's cycling into everything in your life. Mm-hmm. You're wondering why you have a bad mood the next day. You're not losing body fat. You feel bloated. All that can lead back to one simple thing of sleep or one simple thing of not drinking enough water. There's so many simple basic things. And that's, I mean, we can talk about detox on a really deep level, but if you're not doing the simple, most basic things habitually on a daily basis, nothing else really matters, right? Um, but what, I guess on a, on a little bit of deeper level, and we talked about this, I guess, when I first walked in, was like making sure your gut flora is in check. Yes. Right? So there's some good, really good cleansing gut supplements out there. You might have a parasite you've had. You Maybe you're exposed to raw food. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you didn't have enough bacteria in your gut when you were born. Maybe you had a C-section versus vaginal birth. There's a lot of factors out there. Maybe mm-hmm. you traveled and you came back with something. I don't know what it may be. But if your gut isn't in check, once again, that's one of those factors where it can be affecting all aspects of your life. Brain fog, one of the big things directly correlated with your gut health. Body fat, metabolism, all these things can be leaning back to the bacteria in your gut. So how do we do that? You can cleanse it out. There's a number of ways. I personally like to get colonics every couple of months or if I'm feeling a little bit off. Um, there's some people, a lot of people that are against that. I've been doing it for eight years and it's been one of the lifesavers for me um, with cleaning my gut out and making sure you're flourishing. So many of us talk about, we might talk about like colonics or cleaning out and then what's the first thing? Oh, are you taking a probiotic? Well, guess what? Taking a probiotic is like taking a cup of water and throwing it in an empty bathtub. Most of that, that gets you know chewed up and spit out before it actually even hits your gut. So those $60, $70 probiotics you're getting, mm-hmm. most of the time, I'd say, I'm not even going to give a percentage, so I'm not going to quote it, but like that's not even hitting your gut. Maybe a very small percentage mm-hmm. show. What else can we do? Prebiotics making and eating really good healthy food eating raw vegetables that are going to aid and flourish the good bacteria in our mm-hmm. stomach you know jicama raw onions you know all of raw asparagus mm-hmm. and you know you're like oh i'm not gonna eat raw asparagus just eat a stalk like yeah like that bitter that bitterness is doing so much health for your body right now mm-hmm. exactly <laughs> yeah so okay that's i mean that's those are good nutrition tips too yeah um okay i so- just tend to steer off too yeah so no no so we have um like digital stuff digital um and then we have digital detox yeah digital detox gut detox gut detox anything else that you feel like is 
must must have the i mean obviously the brain detox we talk about meditate and i i see a lot of people that say oh it's med like they're so obsessed with the word meditation like the, if you if you don't like meditation get it off think of mindfulness think of gratitude like being grateful so the mindset detox in regards of gratefulness mindsets first thing in the morning whether you got to just even write in a journal five minutes ten minutes close your eyes mm -hmm. um take time to yourself um the self detox self-love you know i take I, I teach that and incorporate that a lot is like what we said taking five minutes to yourself yeah there's only five minutes mm -hmm. uh, for self-love right mm -hmm. No, we all talk about like doing so much for your partner, your kids, others, family, saying yes to everyone. What about you? Mm -hmm. Sometimes you have to be selfish. Yeah. You should be selfish for at least five minutes every single day to one, do what you want to do, to get your mind right, to get your priorities right, to just enjoy yourself. Just be silent and do nothing. Mm -hmm. you know? I, yeah, I think that's really important. And it's like people hear that over and over again and they just don't do it. They just don't do I it. Know. And I'm like, you know, you want a quick and easy fix of something, and this is free. Yeah. This is free, but it's almost like because it's so, I don't know what it is that people just don't want to do it. I'm like, this is a free hack you can have, and you look, you look at the most successful I people know. in the world. Every single successful person has a gratitude practice. They do. Like, absolutely. Sorry, you know, yeah. and so I get, and I get that question all the time. Like, what's something free I can do, like to help improve my life? And then when you throw out, like, start journaling, start doing daily gratitude, me meditate. Like, I yep. can't. I don't want to do that. I'm like, yeah. well, then you don't. Then you're not ready to reach yeah. the next level. With you really your aren't. Absolutely. You know? There's two. There's two easy ones that I've done: a five minute journal mm -hmm. and a passion planner. Like, if you're having trouble or like you just don't want to pick up an empty journal and start writing, mm -hmm. get one of those too. It's so easy. And I would say one of my biggest detox hacks, and it's, I mean, once again, this is all free stuff. Yeah. Like a lot of people use the word biohacking. Mm -hmm. I call myself more or less an endogenous biohacker. Mm -hmm. You know, free stuff from, from within, inside. Yeah. That you choose. It's like, it's free. Mm -hmm. Go do it. But go biohack yourself is nature yourself. Yeah. You know, we, everyone, especially in LA and the big cities, we're in corporate environments we're stuck inside our houses go to the beach go to my big thing is going to the mountains even if it's just for go hiking mm -hmm. go to a national park mm -hmm. right now everyone plan one national park trip a year yeah. it'll absolutely blow your mind you'll just the breathing fresh air the oh that the oxygen and air is just so clean seeing what the earth has provided us mother nature like mm -hmm. you just you, that alone will give you enough gratitude to you know detoxify a lot of things for the rest of the year yeah you know, and i i recommend going to like zion national park bryce canyon national park they're two of my favorites book a trip right now and yeah go, go nature yourself everyone and it's fun you can bring a friend yeah, you can multitask absolutely some oxytocin with your hug your friend there <laughs> you're all good yeah um, okay i love that so okay tell people about like your program if they want to sign up for that absolutely yeah so it's called the dedicated detox mm -hmm. the link is in my instagram profile and my website it's all at tommy cassano tommycassano.com it's a 28 day dedicated detox program it's not a detox it is a detox per se but it is a full incorporated wellness program mm -hmm. i do virtual live calls twice a week so when you sign up for the program 
you basically don't have to think about anything. When you said like if people don't can't leave their house or not, you literally don't have to leave your house at all, especially with Amazon mm-hmm. and YouTube. Like I provide the, every workout, provide everything for you, and it's right there. Like talk about no excuses. You don't have excuse. Yeah. And my big thing is like creating that accountability. I create accountability charts. So every single day you're reporting. It's a system. Then you report it in the you know private community Facebook page, mm-hmm. and I'm interacting. I'm I'm a big person of interaction. There's so many programs out there, and I see most of them that you know you buy something and it's like a PDF format. Even online, maybe you fill stuff out. I'm huge on interaction, like face to face. I want to if it's a hundred people, two hundred people, which you know normally it's not that big. Like I want face-to-face interaction with every single person once again creating that emotional attachment with everybody yeah and once again we go over i teach people fasting up to 16 hours a little bit more fats in your diet whole foods organic lots of vegetables um we do workouts we do mindset training we do hacks we do sleep hacks office hacks Mm -hmm. um and it progressively gets a little bit harder every week so it's not a program where i deliver something to you and you're doing that for 28 days Mm -hmm. every day is a little bit different Mm -hmm. every week it progressively gets different up until week four and the best part now about it for all those moms and dads (laughs) that like to drink you can actually drink twice a week on the program just one or two glasses of of red wine okay I love that. You get that. two cheat nights because it, it it's developing a lifestyle for yeah. you, right? I, everyone that's done it continues to do it after. Mm-hmm. So when you're done with 28 days, like I don't want you to have to do anything else. Maybe, of course, you're going to experiment and do different things. Like Obviously, I want you to. But like the basic baseline stuff that I'm teaching and instilling as a habit, like you literally can do that the rest of your life and live super healthy, mm-hmm. reduce inflammation, reduce body fat, lose the 10, 15 pounds you've had for years in your body, stay lean, get stronger, have a better mindset, think clearer, and have a better relationship with yourself, relationships with others, relationship with food, and relationship with overall health and wellness. A full life detox. Life detox. I like it. I like it. Love it. Okay, well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing all this information, and everybody needs to go check out all your stuff. I appreciate it. Thank you. (laughs) Huge thank you to Tommy for coming on the show. He is awesome. Make sure you check out all of his content. You can go to TommyCasano.com. Reach out to him and let him know that you heard him on the podcast. And I'm sure he will appreciate that. If you enjoyed the show, make sure you leave a rating and a review on iTunes. And you join our Facebook group, Wellness Realness Podcast Tribe. That will be it for this episode. And I'll talk to you again soon. Bye. Thank you.